Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, friends, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafia makes plans, Raoul is magic, Squash wants to investigate, and Zoltana gets choked up. The heroes discuss the implications of the scrying attempts upon Zoltana. However, she forges on and chooses to tell her friends her memories as she creates her own Onyx Ring. Arriving back in Falsa, they are unsurprised to learn that things are in chaos. What information did the scryer learn? What could have gone wrong in Falsen? And where are their friends? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Are you all okay? Oh, thank God. Thank God. It's it's Station. Don't. Don't tell me. Sorry? He... he we don't exactly know what, what happened, but from where he was being held, some, there was a, a disaster. There was an explosion of some sort, and he, he's not in his bubble. How long ago? Yeah, yesterday. There are so so many people down there dead. That there was a mage. She she tried, but but they came came back to get her. That they're still count counting the dead. So he's free. He's just out there. Can I try something? <laughs> yes. It's time to go to the stocking, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please keep up the train of going when a deck comes. Will, <laughs> it makes will it so much do, easier v. for me to track. <laughs> will do. 
Okay, what do I need to do to do that? <laughs> Rawl gets so anxious that he just ceases to exist. <laughs> this is him being nervous on a whole new level. <laughs> We're all just talking. And he doesn't just, pass Whoa. out. He passes into the stalking plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Well, he can take little small ice. <laughs> I will demean myself until my existence is tiny. <laughs> Squash can shrink himself. Oh, it's a six. You do not manage to break through to the other side. Okay. Well, we'll try later. Raul just stands there looking <laughs> constipated for a sec. <laughs> there should be some kind of something for failing to do that. So that I can't just nah. try it over and over. Nah. Nah. You just, you just get the feeling you can't try again for a while. Okay. Just auto-fails for a bit. <laughs> now it's off sync, V. Damn it, we fucked it up. No, it's fine. You can try again in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Until this. Just yeah. not right now. Um, this makes things more interesting. And by that, I mean difficult. Right, oh. right. He failed to get through. He doesn't know. The scrying failed. Oh. Right, that was oh, that's likely good. him. What, what? Dajin, probably one of the first things he did, at least he did it the same day he got out, was he scried on us. Uh, we think he failed. We made that, it. That's, that's, that's good. Highly important, Caden. Highly important. Uh, Zoltana? Just, uh, I'm gonna uh, kill him. Well, besides that, um, very important detail that I just thought of. If this is the case, then um, whenever Ninvernic gets in contact with you, please let her know. Yeah, you got they're, it. They're going into the hornet's nest. If that's the case, I can tell them now. If you and you see her eyes just become a very bright yellowish color. And then turn purple, and then they go back to her normal color dyes. What did they say? Damas says that they will take care. Great. Um, I'll watch them. Don't worry. I'll watch them. Thank you. Laughing like lets out the breath he didn't know he was holding. Just fucking got her back. Just got her back. I'm not fucking... This is not the time. I tried to go to the stalking, but it didn't work. Raw has the nosebleed from it not working. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I will allow that. <laughs> what were you going to do with the stocking, Raw? Sorry. Oh, uh, I was going to see if Dacian had an hourglass. <laughs> I don't... That is a fun idea. That is an incredibly fun idea, just out of character. That's a very fun idea. <laughs> I just want to smash You're way it. smarter than I am, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> See, V keeps telling me I need to use some of Squash's powers in like more fun ways. And it's just like, you keep blowing my fucking mind with the ways you play with your powers. This is actually like a trick that he's gotten in trouble for doing many times. This is nothing I, new. In fact, they're probably going to be quite irritated that it's this again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a yeah. trick banner Someone's that just says no Ralph so wrong. <laughs> no Ralph, stop anyway. fucking with the hourglasses. Quit. Right, sorry, sorry. It's going to be like, fine, Ralph, you're permanently promoted. Now the god of death. A day you lose. I quit. <laughs> 
I quit, Raul. You could just do it all. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> Here's the key. <laughs> the safe code. It's it's there and anything I can do. I, I know you're supposed sp- to be doing something I'm not not allowed to know about, but I can I can help run in interference. I know what you're doing is Im- important. Meta question. Yeah. Can I roll something for Squash to connect all the scrying shit he had just been reading and the big rune that Lafian just gave him? Yes, make an arcana check. No, I'm bad at those. Give you me proficiency V. You should stop being bad at those. Nay. Nay. Okay, I've been Nay. rolling. Ah, uh, come on, Nay. please, please. It's a 10? Wow. No. You don't know what this rune is yet. You have also Fuck. haven't really had a chance to study it. I know. I, I don't have a reason to study it. And we just, we have a dad <laughs> here right now who can teleport us back to the forge to make shit. If I could research it, but I don't know to research it. It's a, uh, I'm in meta hell. I'm in meta hell. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I think Squash is still obsessed with the idea of trying to stop the scrying because now he knows who was trying to scry on them. So. Uh, fuck. Uh, Witch's Lodge. Witch's Society. You might not get much help from them. Surely somebody there knows how to stop scrying. We can't... I I, I expect Dana or Trempa wouldn't know. Where's Dana or Trempa? I, I, they're down near, with the fourfold fight is, that that's, that that's the the place they're helping to get get the survivors out. There's a fourfold. They were holding Dachin there. In in an area ne- next to it. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna go try to find Dada. Okay. We need to figure out how he got out so that he doesn't have someone helping him more. That's that's something we have to delegate, Roll. I don't we're not gonna have the time to be able to look into that and do everything else we need to. How did anybody know to go look for him? It, it, it's not like he got a time like the time to send out a message saying, Oh no, I'm in trouble. Did he? It's probably because he was missing for so long. He probably had contingencies. I would if I were him. <laughs> exactly that. Squash, why don't you go talk with Donna and Trempel? See if they mm. can give you any information how we can avoid being scryed upon anymore. Um, if it's a matter of funding, let me know. I I have some some values and valuables and currency. We can maybe buy something. I'm not sure. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, all right, uh, I'll, I'll I'll be right back. And Squash just kind of runs off, uh, adding towards where the fourfold used to hang out. It's actually not far from here. <laughs> like, we got you going through there. You just go through the fucking caves. Mm. Yeah, if you were looking to go to the fourfold area, yeah, like it's it's basically on the way up to the surface. You would have come across it multitude of times. Okay, um, that's Squash's plan right now. That's how we got here in okay. episode, like, what, five? 
Yeah, something like that. Five, six, seven. I don't know. Uh, what are the rest of y'all doing? Okay, then you wanted to go to Bellum. It's just stalking. The stalking. Emil needs something to help help me with with Talus, and he needs it for whatever it is he and the the others are, are doing. Okay, could you uh, help me know what you're looking for so that maybe I can just do it and you won't have to go? You can stay no, no, here? No, I have have to do this. Uh, no, no, you don't. We can, if, we can if do it. If you have to do, do something, you have to do that. That's more important than... I I have to do this. This but is for my little girl. I, I can't. We have to go there anyway. I can't not to do something right. else. If you won't help me get there, I, I will go myself now. No, I want to make it to where you don't have to go at all, Caden. I just got you back. Well, I he he reaches out and puts a hand on your wrist like I I under, I, under, I have to do this. This is my daughter. But we're already going. We can do it. <laughs> he, he shakes his head and like looks over at Lafayette and there's an appeal like, can you help me with this? <laughs> you know how he gets. Yeah, I, I do. If you're going to do it better, at least we're with you to help. Right, right. Do, do you know when you you you'll be going? No, we're still figuring that out. We kind of need to decide what we're doing next, and if that happens to line up, then all the better. Um, I hmm. okay. What are the options? I can't say right now because he'll get a nosebleed at least. <laughs> Uh Kaden, you want to plug your ears for me for a moment? He walks away. <laughs> so right now the plan is we need to either go to Bellum, Cicero, or the Stalking, or the next three. In order for us to do the Cicero one, we have to go to Bellegbood because we need to go find the burial place of my great-great-great-something or other. Um, right. The Bellum one, we aren't entirely sure. Ama was supposed to be looking into that, seeing about getting an item perhaps related to Liliana. And then the stalking one, we know absolutely jack shit all. Other than we're supposed to get squashed of the hourglass of Bikron or something else, right? If I remember correctly. Spot on. Okay, that we don't know where that one is. Well, I, I might be able to find it, um, but we. Hmm. You see the conundrum. It's I a matter of where. Find Ama, I guess, and see if if uh, anything has happened there. Um, I'll see if she's found anything. Okay, you go do that. Squash is looking into the thing. That just leaves you and me, Zoltana. What is there anything that you feel you need to do while we're here for 
the day, night, day. What what time is it? I hate time zone changes. It messes with me. We are underground. It's five Four o'clock. <laughs> it's five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I can just say things and V's just like, yep, that's that that sounds right. Um it, You're uh, at least reasonable with the things that you state. <laughs> Yeah, that's the secret. That's the secret to getting away with it. I'm just going to continue to be so reasonable that you're never going to notice when I become unreasonable. (laughs) That's your sly plan. Actually, you know what? Your wife is right here for a limited time. Why don't you two just do quality time together while the world's still hopefully in one piece? Yes, but also I think I need to get something for Kalinmorn. Right? Didn't, from Cicero. That that's, from, to be doing? that's from Cicero, but we need to go there oh, first. But we in need that f- case, I'm going to go take my wife out for, so, for some dinner and uh, some wine and dining. That sounds good. Bring me back some Zoltana, leftovers. Zoltana, Zoltana's like, okay. It's going to be really beefy. Like, walks off. <laughs> Adette kind of just like, as she takes Zoltana's hand, just kind of like waves goodbye. She's like walking away from y'all. Um, Okay, so Squash is going off to see the carnage that was left behind after the incident. Raoul is going to find Aima. Adette and Zoltana are going on their dates. And Lafian is... Lafian has his own thing he wants to do when no one's around. Okay. It's a person. No, stop it. Ha! Fade to black. No! <laughs> Lafian's going to make his way over to the mirror room. Okay. Let's stay with Lafian to round up this particular episode. Okay. Lafian, you are approaching the mirror room. It looks as it ever did, um, except that the armor stand is kind of still filled with things, just all of them now. Um there is still the nice big hanging like cloth um, curtain over the mirror still. There isn't anybody on guard because everyone's like, oh, holy shit, Dacian is out of the bubble. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, there are a bunch of people trapped in here. Um, most people aren't around. Um, what, are you, what are you doing? Um, he just kind of walks around the room and like runs his hand over the armor stand slowly and kind of does, gives like a half smile looking at it and is just kind of musing on it. And uh, he walks over towards where the mirror is and just stands in front of it, puts his hands on his hips and is just staring at it. Kind of like, I don't want to say biting his cheek per se, but basically biting his cheek. <laughs> Hasn't shown me anything else yet. I want to see if it's been proven wrong. I need to see if I've been proven wrong. He reaches a hand forward and he rips the curtain off. Important question. Are you closing the door behind you or leaving it open? Oh, no, no. He absolutely had the door closed. That is not something he needs other people seeing. Okay. Okay, good. Because there are other people wandering around and they don't necessarily want to see that. Hey, I think I saw balance going this way. Come on, just follow me right there. Oh, what? (laughs) I was thinking more Taylor. No, I would never want to inflict that on Taylor. Please don't do this. And also, Caden. How about we don't do it to either of them? Uh, Caden does not want to see what is in his potential future. No. Okay. 
Laughing, you reach out and you grab the curtain and you pull it one side and look at yourself in the, in the mirror. Why do you think it's going to work this time? Because of the amount of change that he's gone through since the last time. It Between when he first did it and then when he tried looking again and nothing seemed to change and now he does feel like he's a different person, especially after finding his true name. Maybe if he's a different person, the vision itself will be different as well. A reasonable argument. Could you please make a wisdom saving throw? Twelve. Okay. I'm prepared for the consequences. I need to read through the mass of this mirror first, because there is some stuff written here. Oh, stupid but very important question. Uh Is Lafian... A flat bit croner or a spear bit croner? <laughs> oh, Genuinely me. important question. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I need uh, to know because there is a description that is important based on your no. Laffian's perception of the world. Laffian genuinely oh. is one that believes in science alongside magic, so he would believe that is spherical. Okay. He is. Right. He is not of a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a flat bitcron disposition. <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Um, fuck! What's the word now? I'm gonna. This is gonna Skeptic? bother me. No. Um, no. The theory. Like, what is it? Fucking something theory or um, conspiracy theory? That was it. Con- he's not a conspiracy theorist. Okay. You find yourself frozen in place, exactly as you had before. You can't move, you can't do anything except stare at the mirror. You see a tall, shadowy figure, a smaller, shadowy figure, and your eyes seek out yet an even smaller figure following at you at a distance. You can see yourself. You can see there are lots of people around you. You don't understand what they are, you can't see any faces, but you understand these are many, many faceless people. Everyone is bowing, giving gifts, placing mantles on your shoulders. So many mantles. On you and on the three shadows. But you are the brightest thing in the mirror. You start demanding that all the faces turn towards you. You expect all of them to come to you with your knowledge, to ask for help to solve their problems. You see faceless folks and you are doing everything. Mantles and weights are put on your shoulders and they just get bigger and bigger and heavier and heavier. All you see is your brightness holding up the world. As all these mantles, all these weights, all of these things, and you see that you are holding up a world. It's sitting on your shoulders. As you look at yourself, the brightest thing other than the world, you notice that those three shadows are just obliterated. You don't see them anymore. With the world on your shoulders, you stand tall. Your crown reflecting. You're the only one doing anything. And you are alone. The world begins to crack and break. Those that you demand pay you fealty, even those you assume, even those that you assume are loyal to you begin to turn away. They go to other places, and that's when you realise that the world isn't right. You can see that now. You can see the world isn't sagging at the edges it's just cracking and breaking and then that's when you see each of these broken things are being held up by other shadowy figures grouped together 
You are one part of a whole holding up this world, but a lonely one. As your view shifts, you're looking down at a chessboard. The chessboard isn't right. There aren't squares on there. It's just a map of the world as you now know it. You reach forward and you move a piece. A chess piece that suspiciously looks like people you know. You see a skeletal hand reach out and they move yet another piece opposite you. You see it as death. You see that as the two pawns move to meet each other, you moving those who suspiciously look your friends and death moving others. You see that they begin to fight. One pulls a dagger, another a sword, then a maul, and quickly the fight gets brutal. But it is you that reaches out and grab this pawn's arm. You stare intently at them, but the head does not explode like the last time you looked in this mirror. The body shifts and changes into that of a box. And Daechin's handprints are all over this box. The box is labelled Blissful Eclipse's Secrets. It's a dark wooden box. You reach out to try and open it, but it's locked. Magic won't open it without destroying the box, you know that. Psionics won't open it without destroying the box, you know that. You know that if you destroy the box, you'll get all the secrets. You will know everything. Taking what you want. Weaknesses, you'll learn tactics, you'll learn plans, you'll know everything. Scrolls and scrolls of information are inside this box. The three shadowy figures return. The tall, the short and the small. The tall one tries to force open your eyes. The short one holds you in place. And as you are forced to see what the box truly is, you realise that it is a person. As you realise that this is a person, you recognise the voice. You recognise it to be Dana. I don't remember. I don't remember. You see the smallest one rewinds time. Sands whip around you. Everything moves backwards. And you're standing in front of that box again. But the box turns into Donna. You don't force it, you don't break it. All that knowledge gained is lost, but she hands out a single scroll. Willingly. No blood, no screams. But something important. As you take the scroll and you step back, you raise your arms and you realise that you're again holding up the world, but there are people around you now. So many people. Smiling and happy and helping you. Helping you if they cannot hold up the world themselves. Your three companions, those shadowy companions, they're not shadows anymore. They are as bright as you are. There are so many other people now holding up this world. They are pillars. Nearly a hundreds of people being supported by thousands are holding this world together and they are talking brightly and more and more are helping you and the others. You see the world. All the folks are bright now. No longer obscured, you see faces. You see all the people of the world working together. Some as bright as you, some not. Some even brighter. And in particular, you see a tiefling. And she is so much brighter than anyone else. And she stands next to you puts an arm around your waist and lifts up next to you and you can see the two hearts beating as one 
And as the world stabilizes, comes back together, the last thing that you see is a box being held by Dana and an unknown male dwarf. And then you are yourself again. You feel something click inside your mind. As I kind of believe that you may have clicked something. Lafian, you gain a plus two intelligence because of the journey that you as Lafian have taken. Y'all get to have a point of inspiration for the scenes that you've done over the last two episodes because y'all have been amazing and I love you all. I guess who wants to go first? Um, Lafian has just seen his new kind of vision in the mirror. Um, Odette is here for the dates. Uh, Raoul was looking for Ama and Squash, I believe you were going to go look at and investigate whatever happened with uh, Dejan. Um So I guess who wants to go first? Does anyone want to team up? I'm going to go find Donna. If that happens to line up with Aethor and Squash doing his thing, roll off. <laughs> I'm going to veto myself because it sounds like my thing's going to be heavy and I don't want to start <laughs> off on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to also say I'm not going first. Um, All right, Neil, go ahead. <laughs> so, Neil, you go. So, Neil, go ahead and roll. And also, I'm, I'm going to say roll. let's veto anyone teaming up on the date. That's just a dead It's just no. <laughs> They're doing cutesy shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ral. Uh, sorry, Neil. Do you need to roll off to see who goes first? Yeah. Um, roll twenty is being very slow. As it oh, fuck! I should be on roll twenty. Uh, yeah. It looks like Neil's not in roll twenty. It looks like Casey's not in roll ten. <laughs> you got a ten. Well, that's the highest wow. number we've had so far. So I guess you're going first, Neil. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I won. Um. Okay. Um. So, Raoul, you kind of see Squash take off running in one direction. You see Laffian kind of hesitantly look around and then he just kind of like disappears from view, I guess. Not like disappears, but, you know, he he, he goes and does what he needs to do. Um, what do you want to do? You're in the barracks. Where do you want to go? I need to find Ama. How do you find Ama? Um. So currently in the barracks, there are not a lot of people, but the people around do look panicked and worried and very unhappy with themselves. Um, Caden is very close by. Y'all had actually just spoken to him. That's how you found this out. Um, So he is nearby if you want to talk to him. I think that's maybe the only other lead I can give you other than look around and see if she's here. Yeah, well, Raw, we'll come back to Caden, but... uh... Yeah, it has been kind of like crazy around here. So mm-hmm. Raw does realize that he should probably go check on all the other Dragonborn and tell them that everything is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that they don't, uh, you know, freak out. So Raw will do that. He goes and tells everyone it's okay. And uh, is Ama in there? Uh, Aimer is not with the other Dragonborn, okay. um, but the Dragonborn that kind of refused to give you um, an idea on what they wanted to do for the future, mm-hmm. they kind of very sheepishly come up to you and they give you this little piece of paper and in Draconic it says that they want to be a blacksmith. Um, they finally relent and give you an idea what they want to do with themselves. Aww. They still look like super not bothered and like they don't really want to have answered this homework, but they've they've done it. Yeah, um, Raw gives them a little like pat on the shoulder, you know. I don't think this person is, <laughs> you know... <laughs> 
I felt they're like, not the hugging kind. <laughs> well, n- not not about this. This is something they're trying not to be excited about, particularly. So he's like giving them yeah. space on this. But yeah, he's he's Aww. you know gives them a pat on the shoulder, and uh, yeah. So I'm going to tell everyone it's okay, and then I'm just going to leave so we don't have to really go over that. But just checking yeah, on everyone and making sure that they all know that, <laughs> you know, the world's <laughs> not falling apart yet, even though everyone is scared. <laughs> so it's it's cool. Uh, they've picked up the weird vibes that are going on, but they, they at least listen to you and they try and have a positive attitude about the horribleness that is apparently happening around them. Um, all right. So where do you want to head to next? Um, I will find Caden. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know who else would know better than Caden mm. anyhow, if Caden's been kind of down here. Yeah. Caden's K- around. Caden, Caden's been chatting about, um, um, and are, are you, are, are you okay? Um, yeah. How, how about you? worried um i'm thinking of taking talis and the the boys and and rosita and not being near falsam but i guess it doesn't matter where we go the dating could still wreak havoc so it's pretty dangerous everywhere kaden yeah at least there's people here right right then Strong people and powerful people, and I don't think that Carson would let anything happen to to Taylor's. Mm, I, I I don't know what to tell you as as far as moving everyone. Um, I certainly don't know if anywhere safer than Falsam right now. You know. Yeah, yeah. Is is there anything I can help help you with? I I, I want to help help before we go go to the stalking. I'm I'm looking for Ama. Have you seen uh, her? Oh, uh, Aim. Yeah, yes, Ama. Uh, Ama's been. You know the the place that Lindren had set aside for for all of you. Uh yeah. Aim has been been over overseeing some some work there. She might might still be there. Oh. Okay, thanks. You're welcome to come along if if you want, but uh I don't know what else we need help with here. Just just let me me know what I I can do. If if you're going going up, I'm going to go pick up Taylor's from work. Okay. Well, in did this, and you see that he kind of like pulls the like the hood of his like cloak up and indicates that he can hide his features like really well, and he starts moving with an exaggerated limp, and he kind of looks back at you and smiles like, "Do, do I l- look dif- different?" Um. Yes. Why? Good. good. D- Why? Why? T- t- Taylor's, and he kind of frowns like. If if a Pella, I I I I was dead, and a Pella doesn't. Oh. She she can't n- know. Yeah. Different enough. 
I think people have a lot more to worry about than, you know, they're going to be paying so close attention. I I I I hope so. C- come on then. And he kind of like gestures his head and he starts to like pretend to uh, like limp along over exaggerating it and you can hear he's kind of like chuckling and then like he shakes it off and walks normally back up towards the surface with you. Oh, hi, Kaden. Where did you come from? <laughs> you're, you're, you're funny, Ral. <laughs> All right. Um, I think it's a good point to leave them for a while. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point to leave for them for a little while. Um, Sultana. Yes. Hi. Hi. So, have you thought about maybe where you want to go? Um, not really. No. Um, she puts her hand out to you and she says, good, because I, I have somewhere really beautiful to take you. Uh, she takes, she takes it out's hand and she, uh, she smiles at her and she's like, all right, let's go. Beautiful. You feel that tug on the back of your navel. And then you find yourself standing on a wide branch. As you look around, you can find yourself basically looking over the canopy of a forest. You're so very high up on the trees, you can feel that light breeze. You can see that the sun is almost set off in the distance. You can see the moon's coming up behind you. Sorry, the moon coming up behind you. The leaves are kind of beginning to turn that nice kind of orangey, browny colour, the colours of autumn as we would know them, winter as they would know them. And you can see nothing but forest all around you. You hear the sounds of birds talking and chittering at one another. You can hear the sounds of life below you. And you kind of get that instinctive feeling that there is no other sentient presence for miles. Where are we? Oh, God damn it. (laughs) God fucking damn it. God damn it. God damn it. it. Um, How could you ask me where we are? Why does it matter? Why do we have to give it a name? Oh, you um, mean you don't remember where we are? <laughs> Thanks, Arch. <laughs> Does this not ring a bell? Do you not remember this place? <laughs> and then I'd have to check my memory and V would have to know place the place's name anyway. Yep. <laughs> Very easily to reverse. We're... Roll history check. Thank you for the inspiration, Arch. I, I will store this for this moment and you know where it will come from. Um, she says... We're in Kino. There's a there's a forest south of this place called Galveston, and that's where we are. Galveston? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold on, out of character. Like Texas? I don't know, Arch. Where is it, Arch? Arch, you want to fill us in? What is happening? Arch. Did Arch just like text you a name and it's just a town? It's just a fucking nope. city in Texas. So we did a we did a one shot with uh, Ned of Encounter Party, and Arch set up this place called Galveston. So thank you I, for the inspiration, dude. There's a forest south of that. You're welcome. I, 
<laughs> there better be fish. There better be lots <sighs> of fish in that forest. Um, yeah, very far from the distance, you see that the trees break and that there appears to be like reflection of the setting sun off of like this big like um, pool of water. Gotcha. Oh, it's beautiful. Flying salmon everywhere. Yeah. No, no, no. I just thought maybe we could watch the sunset and I don't know, just talk a bit, I guess. Um, is there a way for Zoltana to like comfortably lean back? Yeah, there's loads of trees. You could definitely have not teleported onto the very top of a tree. Um, like maybe you're on the tallest tree and you're now leaning back against like the, the top of that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So um Zoltana like leans back and, and uh has Odette sit so she can like cradle her. Um, even though I'm <laughs> clearly I'm the shorter one, but uh, you know, I, I kind of like <laughs> peek around a side of her because uh, I'm broad and she's not. And uh, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, what do you want to talk about, babe? Well, I actually. <laughs> so you had to make all four of your Onyx things, and you told me all the things that you remember and that made you happy and I guess I think that maybe you should hear the things that I had to do to make mine I like that um, so I uh, my happiest memory was when we got married too you looked so beautiful standing there and seeing the flowers that were in your hair and the strong cut of your jaw, I knew that you were everything. <laughs> and I know that my face was a mess and that then it was the only reason that I managed to walk upright. <laughs> Knowing that we had a family. It was the happiest moment of my life too. Our wedding was so beautiful. Oh, it was. <laughs> And do you remember the tune that Elise played? It was just so perfect. Yeah. When I when I uh finished this uh this god thing, um, like the the have the the tasks to become one officially. Yeah. Do you wanna renew our vows? She puts her hand up to her mouth. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Maybe she can play for us again. Playing for a goddess's wedding. I think Elise is definitely up to that task. Are you kidding? It'll get a plenty of, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> custom. Yeah. <sighs> I think... My proudest memory is probably when was probably when Benno it's of Benno just everything he does and the way he is around people and around nature and everything I'm just so proud of everything he's done and he's been a good brother and he has the biggest heart and I love that he loves you like a sister just everything about him. He's family. Especially when 
Yeah. Yeah. He's been my best friend forever. I think my biggest regret was not not trying harder to break free from Dravos. I tried to reach you, but I couldn't. I'd wish I'd broken it earlier. We've missed so much. I mean, it, it doesn't matter so much now, but especially as we're going to spend eternity together. <laughs> I regret not breaking free. I should have been stronger. That's... I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. You... That's not your fault. That's Dravos's fault. I know. That doesn't mean I don't feel bad about it. And, uh... So my strongest memory is one that actually happened a few weeks ago. Oh? So I met my father. Oh. Yeah. It was strange. He's, he didn't know about us. And I don't know anything much more than that. But he looks exactly like Benno. And it was so weird. I felt like I knew him. I've known him my entire life and I know nothing about him. But he's strong. He is so strong. He has so much magic in him. It was a strange, I guess. There you go. That's my four. Are you, she kind of smiles. Are you doing okay after that? I don't know. I don't know. I never expected to meet him. And I don't know what Benno's going to think. Have you, have you told him? She shakes her head. I don't know how. I know he's... I know he never wanted to learn about anything like that. Never wanted to learn about the people who birthed us. I think there's a lot of anger in there somewhere. Do you think I should tell him? I think, I know he, you should tell him you know something and see if he's ready to hear it. I think that's the most fair way to do it. I mean, don't like, Drop it on him, but give him the chance to n let him know that there's something for him to know and let him decide if he wants to know or not. She kind of like leans her head back against you. She kind of like looks up, look across at you and she just, she nods. Yeah, I think you're right. You're right. <sighs> How are you doing? I'm okay. You know, um, I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Can I help? I mean, I don't know what I can, but. Um, I can't think of anything you could do. 
you know? Um, yeah. Anna, please be careful. I don't... We don't know enough about Deichin or what he is. And I'm... I am so scared that he's going to come after you for if he ever figures out what you're doing. I don't know how to protect you from that. Baby, I I know what I'm doing might kill me. But I got to do it. And if I die, then that's what has to happen for the world to be safe. This is so much bigger than me, you know? I'm just... I know. I'm going to do my best to stay safe. But if he comes after me and I can and I can kill him even if it or and without you know it being useless to kill him we can find a way for that to happen um and it would kill me I'd do it anyway I know and that scares me and I am proud of you that you are so passionate about this and you are so brave. Please don't die. Please don't die. I do my best not to, babe. Besides, we have to get married again so you can't, okay? You got it. You got it, yeah. <laughs> Live brides at the wedding. That's important. Yep. 100% can't have weddings without without this. She kind of like leans forward and, and kisses you. Oh, she kisses back. Is there anything else you want to bring up or can we leave them there for the evening? We can leave them there for the evening. So what we're going to do is we are going to follow Squash for a little bit. And if Laffin's plan is to join up with him or basically also begin the investigation with that, then I will let you know when you could have arrived. Um, and we'll go from there. Squash. Yes. You find yourself walking towards the kind of arena area that you know the fourfold fight is in. like. Mm-hmm essentially through the sewers. Is there anything you are doing between there and there, or are you just going straight there? Uh, I think Squash is probably... Well, I know one thing Squash is doing, and that's panicking, but that is not really something we can do about. (laughs) He's probably just running through things in his head, like things he knows now, things that have changed or grown, or uh, like, what's the difference between right now and when they put Squash Dayton in the bubble. Like, what are the things Squash can do now that uh, he couldn't do before? And he's just running through things like that. He's just trying to figure out a future plan because there needs to be a future plan. Well, he has some magic compared to last time. Mm-hmm. He has more counter spells than he did before. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has a bunch more he's more dexterous than he was before I believe that was the plus two yeah. ASI that you were given um, yeah things have changed somewhat for Squash yeah. yeah and he's just running through that kind of in his head like what he could possibly do okay um, as you make your way out of the sewer and into where the fourfold fight normally happens. You can see the kind of sandy ring that is like where most of the fights are. You can see the kind of the rooms that have been 
carved into the walls. You can see that the far ends... No, I'll do the first area. You can see that laid out on the sandy area, you can just see a lot of people lying down. Some of them clearly not with life anymore. Others are being tended to and looked after. You can hear and see a lot of people are moving around. There are a lot of people from Appella's army here. You can see that there is, at the very end, like very kind of far off to one side, you can see the kind of walkway that led to another area which was normally never ever used here. You can see that there has been a huge rockfall. You can see there is evidence of scorches and fires. You can see a lot of people working to dig out this rockfall to try and get behind whatever is there. And you can see some people scrambling in and over the top and trying passing objects out. And you hear lots of talking and shouting. Most of this are Appella's people, but you also recognise some other people. You recognise that Emil is here also using magic to help move some of these rocks away, but you also notice he's now leaning on a cane. You can see that Soren and the book are here also. Their figures, their postures are slightly different. You can see that the book is somewhat smaller than she was before, and you can see that Soren has... No, Soren will be exactly the same. You can also see Grumsh is helping out. You can see Jandari, or the very buff bard, is also helping to clear some of this out of the way, and they seem to be working as a good unit along alongside Appella's people. This is what you see when you arrive. Um, Squaz is just going to take again the situation and the like location, and I think he's going to go over. Like, surely there is an area where people go to rest, drink water, catch their breath in between moving things. Yeah, so there are kind of like um, places that you could sit around um, the fighting ring so you can watch what's going on. There are places that people are sitting there and drinking and talking. Everyone looks haggard and very tired and on the point of exhaustion. They have clearly been working for a long time. You can see some of them are eating and drinking. Um, some of them are just passed out asleep on these steps. Yeah. Uh, Squash is going to move up to anybody who's not working. Uh, the intention is not to distract the um, workforce. And mm-hmm. he's yeah, can you find somebody like that? Um, you can very easily actually spot someone that you kind of were looking for. Um, you can very easily spot Dana, who is kind of helping out best she can. She's giving out food and water and whatnot. All right, Squash is going to like uh, jog up to Dana. Just like, hey, Dana, uh, I heard what happened. Oh, are you all right? Uh, I'm fine. Are you guys, um, are there hurt being found still? I... There's a couple of people that they're pulling out still. Um, some folks are still working from the other side, apparently, but there are a lot of people gone down. I have very limited healing magic, but I have some. Um, um, yeah, basically anyone who's laying down there could use some sort of help. But more accurately right now, we just want to try and find more survivors. So if you can help move stuff, that's... Mm. Do what you think you need to do. Um, yes, um... Pick out people that are the best workers, the ones that can, uh, let me say, let me think. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Squash is just going to go find somebody that looks capable uh-huh. and looks like they have like a good amount of spirit in them. <laughs> and, uh, yep. And Squash walks up to him like, hey, um, I want to say we have... Uh, the mixed races down there from uh, Kino, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's say uh, a Goliath. Sure. 
Uh, uh, Squash walks up to a Goliath that looks like surprisingly or like uh, like especially powerful and like active, and mm-hmm. he just kind of goes up to him and like, um, I wanna cast magic to help you, but it's very short duration, only a minute, so you're not gonna need to like pick up the pace for that one minute you have. He kind of stares at you a little bit, like he's trying to comprehend oh. what you say, um, and then he kind of like he he nods. Um, Yes, minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Squash is gonna do a couple of hand motions and cast enlarge. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> uh, I can do that uh, three times. I'm gonna say I do it two times. Okay. So to give him two. Um. Yeah. Two minutes of like extra movement and yeah. Energy. Y- you see this fucking huge Goliath just like um, get massively tall and everything goes out in all the correct proportions and he strides over to where these rocks are and he begins to take some of the heavier ones and there's lots of grunting and shunting and you see some of the magic users helping him out but yeah like over the two minutes that you have this cast on him he manages to shift a good amount of these rocks um, if we unbury anybody who's hurt but not dead uh, Squash wants to cast cure wounds on them too uh, revitalize them. Um, yeah. As like they are helping out and they reach kind of a bit more further over, you hear a shout as they lift a very heavy rock off of this kind of slight woman, um, human woman who has kind of shortish blue hair and like very dark blue robes. Um, she's barely breathing and she's covered in like cracks and breaks and there is a lot of like evidence that she has suffered some sort of fire explosion um but she is just breathing all right uh squash is gonna run over to her and he gently touches uh just any part of her to cast cure wounds um uh yep sure let me just click that boop that's simply a four hit point. That was as low as it gets, but that's enough to get them conscious. That's fine. Yeah, it's um, she becomes conscious. Um, she kind of like takes that deep breath in and her eyes kind of flicker open and you see kind of like really pale brown eyes and then they just kind of begin to glow blue. You see that many runes on her body are beginning to glow various shades of blue or purple or red. Uh, it, it's it's okay. Uh you're 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 safe right now. You just have to move out of the rubble. We're we're clearing out. We're trying to get more people out. The Goliath kind of reaches over, like grabs the front of her robes and kind of picks her up out of the debris and just lays her down, like in a path behind. Um, she looks very undignified, but at least she's breathing and alive. So uh, Squash has one more ability <sighs> that I want to mess around with. Okay, it's called Blind Sense. If you're okay. able to hear, you are aware of the location of any hidden or invisible creature within 10 feet of you. Can Squash use that to help them direct towards anybody alive within the rubble? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you managed to direct them to a couple of other people. Um, and you see that um, like some, uh, some of Appella's army just immediately begin to f- like fervently go towards those areas and begin to dig them out. You kind of spot about three or four people that is kind of close enough within your range that you could sense them. All right. Uh, I'm just going to click all my level one spells um, as I cure wound anybody coming out of there uh, to try to get them like uh, up and about so that they're not in Um, critical condition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
This takes uh, a little time to find them and do this, and mm. your Goliath buddy is now somewhat back to normal height. Yep. Um, yeah, and I think about this time is probably a good point that Lafian could turn up for sure. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think enough shenanigans have passed. I just imagine Squash is just like squirming and shimmying around on the rocks. Looks like a fucking like <laughs> looks like a rat just scurrying along the rocks, being like, "Yeah, there's someone here." Thought- someone here. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, like the weird little rat thing from uh, Ice Age. <laughs> uh, oh, the squirrel? Wait, the yeah, squirrel? Yeah, he, or yeah, he, Sid? the squirrel. He walks up to it, like, scratches out a little bit, listens. No, this is not okay. <laughs> so it scratches. Sorry, sorry, we're derailing as hell. Yes, heavy. Once um, <laughs> uh, squashes. Lafian is there to, he's gonna like move over to Donna and just catch his breath a little bit. I'm imagining he's been helping. Um, and, yep. Uh, uh, it's, uh, hey, Lafian, it's, it's bad. It looks bad. <laughs> it's definitely not good. Are you, are you doing okay, my lovely? <sighs> Which one? She's she's definitely looking at Lafian. Um, health wise, I'm doing all right. Uh, I had some uh, soul searching I needed to do. Although I'm not much use right now either way. I've gained insight, but uh, a little spent for for right now. I need to have a good long rest. Um. Donna, I don't suppose you're going to be sticking around for at least another day or so? Probably am. I'm probably not going to go visit. Visit. There's too much to do here, I think. Good. Um, I've had some... Uh, Luffy, like, looks like he's trying to think of the right word to say and just kind of shrug it. I've had some revelations of a sort. Um, I think that there might be things that I could learn from you that might help us have a better understanding of uh, things that may be going on. I I think I answered most of your questions on this like parent attain thing. Have no, you got more? And it, she kind of looks at Squash. <laughs> it's more so regarding Dachin. Oh, right. I, she looks like uncomfortable and like uh, begins to like fiddle with like whatever like drinks that she was handing out and putting into portions. I um, how do I explain this without sounding like a lunatic? Well, nothing's lunacy anymore. Um, so I took a little jaunt and like he kind of like side eyes over at Squash just to because he's curious what his reaction is going to be. Um, I took a little jaunt back to the mirror room. Squash looks right. surprised but not shocked. <laughs> and I looked into the mirror more so for my own sake because I've been rather curious about the mirror itself since the first time we encountered it. Um, I saw things that were very different from the last time I saw things. And part of the things I saw were you, and he's looking at Donna, and I think that 
it was trying to key me in that there may be other things that are yet unknown. And I'm not saying that you know something that you haven't told us, but you're either something subconscious or something in your aura, something that's there that might not be readily visible. I'm not sure if I'm making sense here. I don't think you are. Uh... Basically, what I'm trying to say is after I've had a good long rest and recuperated my uh, energies from having to fight a giant fucking demon monster, um, I would like to have a, a peek into your your subconscious, if you would allow it, and see if we can try to find something that may be hidden there. Because I think Dachin I... may have done more than just messed with you a little bit. I don't. She kind of puts the glasses down and she kind of like turns around to look at you directly in the eyes and she says, I don't know how I feel about that. I've already been at a place where somebody's completely taken me over and messed with my mind. I... I'll have to think about it. I understand. And you can ask whatever you want, but I don't remember anything more than what I told you before. I don't remember. I understand. it. The things that I do are not normal. If you are willing to consider it, I will do my utmost to be respectful of boundaries, and you'll be fully aware of everything along the way. I will make sure to try to keep that in mind, and you guide me as much as I guide you. This is still very much a learning experience, but... Right. I will respect your wish either way. I'll think about it. Well, if there's nothing else, um, I feel awkward and mm, I think I want to go help out no, the other diggers. Um, what, Squash? Did you have any time Sorry. to consider the soul fire question? I did. We're looking into it. Nothing concrete? Not yet, I'm sorry. No, no, don't why. be sorry. And she looks over. <laughs> she looks over in the direction of where the, the kind of most of them are helping out with the digging. And I'm looking into it, but. Um, I need to ask you. Sorry, my stomach's growling like crazy. I'm going to retake that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, nom, nom, nom. I need you and. Emil Scott to meet up with the rest of us today. I, we need to discuss the Dachin. Right, right. Uh... I think, I think I have an idea, but it depends on answers to questions, and I want everybody there because this is a lot bigger than us. Most of us. I've got a place I've been. I got a place I. Keep outside of the Witcher Society. You're more than welcome to come and get your people together there. Demi's not allowed back inside the Witcher Society right now, and I think she might be needed for this. Yeah. Uh... And Grimsh. She kind of like shrugs her shoulders a bit. I was about to ask, are we talking about Demi or Demi? And he's doing air quotes. <laughs> well, she kind of like crosses her arms at this point, like... 
Well, right now they're kind of usually one and the same, but I think we need both of them. Can't have one without the other. Um, Not right yeah. now, no. Um, uh, we, we'll um, just tonight. Wait, what time is it? I'm sorry, it's a annoying question. It's, uh, it's about an hour or two before sundown. I think over in Kino, like the sun is properly setting now. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we're a little bit out of sorts. Um, <laughs> time zones are weird. Right. The um, right. I'll get the group together and we'll meet you at the uh, like af- after supper at some point. No worries. Um, she gives you a, a direction, like a place next to a blacksmith. Yeah. She tells you it's not a very big place and it's just above it. Um, very easy to find. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Squash is going to go back and try to guide and help with his blind sense in the rubble the okay. best he can. And I think that's how Squash is going to spend the rest of his evening. Okay. Uh, Laughing? Um. Where is Kythea? Is she still in Falsam or did she go back to... Uh... She she mentioned that she'd be needing to go back to wherever... But this was like a week ago or more that you saw her last. Like, she hasn't sent you any messages since. He um, will inquire don't then. don't exactly know where she is, but she's not. You learn that she's not in Falsam. <laughs> That's kind of the gist of what you learn. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess it also depends on who you ask. What? Well, some people might know where she is. Um, most people wouldn't. I mean, I'm assuming that he would ask the people that, you know, actually actively know her and him and that whole thing. Like maybe Caden? Caden um, probably know. I don't know. N- nope. Uh, I guess I'll be a little less uh, cryptic. Would you ask Grimsh where she is? No. Then you wouldn't know. Let me go talk to the god that actively considers eating me. <laughs> Occasionally, he'll consider eating you. Um, yeah, you spend some trying, trying to find, but nobody really knows where she is for sure. Um, is there somebody that can get a message to her? Yeah, um, actually, uh, Rondi would be able to. Rondi has sending. Uh, so does Squash. Yeah, oh, yeah. Squash has sending, and he actually has I a spell slot he- off that level left. <laughs> I forgot that Squash has. All right, so in that case, then after finding that, he goes back to Squash and Squash. Would you be able to do me a favor? Uh, yeah, um, and he points somebody towards some piece of rubble, like I, a little bit further in there. I have a feeling. Um, sure, Lavian, what's up? <laughs> he like pauses for a second, looks at you, looks at the over at the rock, and sees them like lifting it up, and there's a person underneath. Raises an eyebrow, and then just right. Um, if you would be able to, if you could send a message to Kythea, um. Just um, let her know that we're back in Falsam and I have some goodies for her whenever she returns, assuming we're still here. Y- yeah. Um, this is a strange question, but is it important? Um, you know what, Lafian? I trust your judgment. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Don't, don't don't put that don't put that on me. Uh, what does this even mean? Uh, Squash has one slot left. Uh, spell slot right. left. Okay. This is literally the last of his magic. Right. Uh, I, mean, I, I can, but I can go. Ask somebody I'm happy. I'm happy having Squash give that to Lafian because I want Squash to trust Lafian. <laughs> I like the whole like. Sometimes you just have to trust your friends when they ask you to do things. Okay. So okay. Um. 
All right. Lafayette looks like really flustered. Could you just like at at the end there, just like a, by the way, he says, I love you. Oh, the standard this three is, letter, letter greeting, the, yes. Yeah, the the last, you know, last three traditional, <laughs> last three words traditional. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I'll do that. Okay, um, this this is really awkward. I'm just gonna go uh, meditate. Yes, that's what I'm gonna. I'm just gonna and like Lafayette just like <clears throat> and just like brushes <laughs> his hand through his hair and just thank you and just starts walking away. Got it. <laughs> um. I think the message is going to start with on behalf of Lafian and then repeats it <laughs> verbatim. Aw, um, you get back. Uh, I'm in Shilvana with Rowena. We're making moves to the capital. We're okay. I love you. Lafian, not squash. <laughs> Did, did she think I was gonna mix it up? Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Squash it's is awkward for the both of us. Squash tells uh, Lafayette that uh, they're in yeah. Shavana with Rowena, and they're and fine. Keep, he keeps the "I love you" for himself. Yeah. <laughs> that's for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> motherfucker, ain't just stealing pocket change anymore. <laughs> He's trying to steal hearts. Lafayette's like, does she oh. say anything else? What? Oh, no. Did she say anything about me? I, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Said something about no, leftovers in the no, oven? I think I got I it. All right. I think she said something like, good luck, champ. Well. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. You make your way to the surface and Caden adopts his kind of like old man, like walk towards where Carson's uh, shop is. Find yourself on the surface, and you can very easily find your way back to the shit shack, as we have named it. Um, and you can see that the ceiling is being taken down in pieces. You can see that some of the wall that was already beginning to fall over is, well, no longer there. Um, and you can see that um, it's kind of like sitting outside, looking at it with a kind of a piece of wood and very carefully like burning a new pattern into it. Uh, you can see Amor is is there. Uh, raw sneaks up and. Roll a stealth check. Okay. <laughs> if you are sneaking, she has a good perception, dude. <laughs> okay, Amo. It is not quite squash level deception, uh, perception, but it is pretty good. <laughs> All right, where the fuck are you, Amo? Amo? Roll Ema. off. Ema. Roll off. Roll <laughs> off. Amo. Amo. Aha, here she is. Amo Avril. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, V. That's pretty oh, good. Fuck. Ah, oh, fuck. That's it. He'd almost be able to sneak up and squash you on that level. <laughs> 27. Uh, yeah, she has no idea that you're approaching. <laughs> uh, he face. does surprise <laughs> and we hug because we're so cute. Further. <laughs> you surprise her, her hands go up, there's flames everywhere, dagger at your throat. Um, Hi. It's not quite dagger at your throat, but she is very startled and you do see that she goes for her weapon and she realizes it's it's you. Um Ross thinks he's funny. <laughs> you are the worst, and she like pushes your like pushes against you, and then pulls you into a hug. What are you doing? Did everything go okay? I'm um. I thought that since Lindren owes you a really big favor, that maybe I, I'm designing something that would work for us, for us both. And she kind of like 
shows you that she's been like really crudely drawing like what looks like a house or like, a low-level bungalow. Um, and you can see that she's beginning to draw like little lines inside that represent walls. And it's like, I thought that maybe we could have more than one room. We could have three. I thought it would be nice. Okay. What? Have you had the chance to look at... Um how we're supposed to do the next thing with uh, Liana. Oh. I I did. I would probably need to... Do you really want to know or do you just want me to confirm that I will get something for you when you need it? Because you won't like how I'm going to go get it. What? Uh, what? Ross like mentally preparing himself. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Grave robbing. I think I need to know probably, Ama, because if I need to come help you. I, I love you to bits, darling, but uh, I work better doing this sort of thing on my own. Until you need help. Where, what are you doing? I am going to break into Liana's father's house and I am going to steal I am going to steal something of hers that he has left in her bedroom exactly the way that it was left when she last left that room. He's left it as a beautiful little shrine and everything is exactly how it was. So I'm just going to break in there and I am going to steal something from that room without him knowing. Okay. It's a really big house. I'm pretty sure the guards won't spot me when I go in there. Very quiet now. And she kind of has that forced smile of trying to keep you calm, but knowing that it's clearly not going to work. Date night. <laughs> Uh, just let me know if you need help, and just, I don't know, maybe what all happened with all of that, but she, she died, you know, I'm going to have to see her again, just, uh, tread lightly, oh. you know. Beat. And she kind of like reaches out and like puts her hands on both your on like on your arm. She says, "Please be very careful around her. She was rightfully pissed at me in Bellum, and she got worse every time. Every time she died, she got so much worse and became more of a demon. Raoul, please be careful of her." Okay. I should be okay getting something to help you to. Make it easier for you to be where you need to be in Bellum. No problem. And if I need a distraction, I will I will make Belgrim go do it. Don't worry. Okay. Um Good. So do you know anything about what happened with uh the the you know Dacian and the bubble thing? I I don't. I, there was I don't. I've uh, I've been looking into other things. I wasn't here. I was uh, I, I was looking at something else. I was uh, a different place. 
I don't know exactly what happened. I only learned from I only learned from Kaden when I came back. Hmm. I think we might need another web. Maybe. I hope not. I'm going to try something again later, but I'm going to help Kaden get uh Talus and I might see if uh, Opella's around, see if Opella knows anything about where we can get a backup net or something planned. I can probably get a message to Opella. Okay. Yeah. Um, just be careful, okay? You too. Did everything go okay? Where did you get the... And she indicates like the ring on your horn. <laughs> oh, that's what we were making. Sultana made this. We had to Sultana go... Sultana made it. It's beautiful. It, right? It has an owl on it. it no, a squirrel. No, an owl. No, <laughs> a squirrel. Uh, it's a squirrel, yeah. <laughs> they live in trees, like as far as I go, but they're afraid. <laughs> it's a squirrel. It's so cute. It's, it's not cute. a squirrel, she would it's make a one sparrow. Sparrow. Oh my god, I'm the worst. <laughs> Still lives in a tree. <laughs> I'm half right. <laughs> Began with an S. <laughs> it is a sparrow. It is beautiful. <laughs> Do you think she would make one for me? We can see. This one just does something special, magic or something with what would it do? I don't know. Can't talk about it or whatever. She won't let anything bad happen to you. So if Sultana made it, then that is good enough for me. And she kind of like smiles. But it, has, it hasn't fallen off yet. So I think it's, <laughs> I think it's fine. The rings work fine. We'll make rings. That is good. Do you, do you want to get something to eat? It is uh, dinner time and I haven't eaten yet. Oh, Sure. Where do you want uh, to she go? She looks at a rat that is scurrying by and she kind of like begins to like summon some fire. <laughs> like, you want rats? No, amen. <laughs> well, you're too easy. Come on. <laughs> she can like puts an arm around you and like begins to walk you like back towards anywhere where you could potentially get food. We had that for years. Why are you worried about it? It is tasty. You can have it charcoal. You can have it barbecued. Uh, we could uh, slow boil it. Rat is fine. Don't know what you are worrying about. I'm so glad you're back, Emma. We can finally eat my favorite thing, rats again. Everyone wants to eat this nasty fucking bullshit all the time. It's garbage. <laughs> this sushi is disgusting. It's raw. We haven't had good See, rat in like months. <laughs> Years exactly. even. They, don't serve... they look down on me when I'm like burning the rat and eating the rat. No, she doesn't like rat. She just... They come in the person every now and then. I could get them, but I could not cook them. So I just, you know... <sighs> Hi everyone, Ral here. It's a shame about Dacian. If you haven't heard the Healer episodes yet, go listen to those. Those were good fun. I would like to thank patrons Callie Johns, Rebecca River Teague, Mark Isola, and Austin Hale for being patrons of the show. Thanks to you, we don't have to eat rats. Thank you. 
to all of our patrons. Your support means the world to us. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Share the show with your friends. Let them know how much you are enjoying the show. If you would like to email us any questions about the show, you can find us at the Lucky Die Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, thank you all again so much for listening. We will see you next episode. Goodbye. Tout le monde. Hola, todo mundo. Hola, todas. Bonjour à tous. Je suis Angélique Voices et bienvenue à l'arête polyglottale. Est-ce que ça marche, l'arête polyglottale? Je ne sais pas. <laughs> en tout cas, hey everyone. Hi everyone. Hello, my sweet summer children. I'm Angelique. Angelique. Angelique Voices. Bienvenido. Bienvenido. Oso seo. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Polyglottal Stop, where you get to hear some thoughts on language, language learning, and sociolinguistics from this polyglot right here. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at polyglottalpod. I'm here to share with you, so hopefully you have a good time while you're here. Bueno, si jacaja, commençons. Empecemos. Let's get started. Let's get started. Amusons-nous. Let's have some fun. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.